everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spill the D. I'm Rick, one of your hosts, and I'm joined, as always, with my lovely co-host, Gina. How are you today? I am doing good. How are you? I'm not doing as good as you, I don't think. Because I don't have Dopey coming up this week. Yeah, but actually, by the time this episode airs, because we are pre-recording, I'll have already run the 5K. 5K will be done. Or be running the 5K at the moment you're listening to this, depending on what time. You might be listening while she's running. Head on over to our Instagram. Say hello. I'll be keeping you guys up to date on what's going on. I'm excited. I really am. For anyone who doesn't know, Dopey is a challenge that you can do with Run Disney. It's called the Dopey Challenge. And I'm going to be running a 5K on Thursday, which is 3.1 miles. Then on Friday, I'll be running a 10K, which is 6.2. And then on Saturday, I'll be running a half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. And then on Sunday, I will have a full marathon, which is 26.2 miles for a total of 48.6 miles over the course of four days. It's a lot of miles. I am so excited. That's weird. I really am. It's weird like, that you're excited about I'm that. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, first of all, I enjoy running. I'm doing this with my best friend. That's fair. Ellie is coming. I somehow convinced her. And then on top of that, other friends who are also crazy are also happen to be doing it. So um, we've our friend Megan is going to be running with us, too, because she also just happened to sign up. Yeah. Wearing ridiculous outfits that are Disney-themed, one of which I literally had a dream about, and that's where it came from. <laughs> like, this is – it's just such a good time. And when I'm done, I'm going to be in the, what, 1% of people in the world who have run a marathon? Yeah. Been working my butt off for this. <laughs> I'm excited. All right, then. I'm excited. It's, it's I'm excited for you because of how excited you are about it. Thank Personally, you. I think it sounds, like, really bad, but – if you think it's fun, that's that's all. I matters. think it's fun. We'll see what happens when I actually get to the marathon. The farthest I have run is a half marathon. The farthest I've run for a medal. I have trained and run almost a marathon at this point. That's fair. I'm going to send this out to the listeners. When you listen to this episode, like we said, Gina's probably going to be in the middle of a 5K. Message us on Instagram. And if you think she's not crazy for doing this, that's who I want to hear from. If you're like... I'm super jealous, and I want to do that too. That's who I want to hear from. Reach out to us. Also, Wait, if you want to, you just call say you want to reach too. out for. So you want to hear from both of them? I want to hear from both of them, but okay. I mostly want to hear from the people that think that you're not crazy for wanting to do this because I personally think it's insane. Just send us a go, Gina, go. <laughs> <laughs> send us some motivation. Thanks. <laughs> I might need it. I probably like, I we'll see if the race day adrenaline kicks in by day four. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. That, you it's so be... weird to me that they do the marathon on the last day. I mean, it makes sense. Does it, though? Would you not want to just end on a 5K? I don't know. I feel like I'd rather run the marathon first, get that done and over with, and then the last day I got is a 5K. Yeah, but you're going to be so tired after the marathon. Like, it's the buildup. Like, I can't imagine working my way down. I feel like by then I'd be like, oh, I have a 5K. Like, the motivation to get up, I just don't think would be there, except for the fact that I paid for it. Seems like enough to me. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. (laughs) I am really excited. We'll see how I do getting up at 3 a.m. every day. Yeah. So keep an eye on the story on the page, because there's going to be a lot of stuff coming. Um, I'm flying down on Friday after you'll be done the 10k so mm-hmm. i'll be there for the half marathon and marathon days and then we're doing two days in the park so yeah, we are. lots of stuff coming 
Say hi if you see us. Yeah, if you're say there. hi if you see us. And uh, keep an eye out on the stories and whatnot for any fun stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. On that note, like I said, we are pre-recording. The next few episodes are going to be pre-recorded, so news is going to be few and far between. Yes. But before we get started with today's episode, which is the best Walt Disney World Resort for you for your vacation, mm-hmm. we want to remind you that if you are ready to book this Walt Disney World Resort, we're the official podcast of 407 and Beyond Vacation Co. And we are absolutely going to recommend that you reach out to a travel agent at 407 mm-hmm. and Beyond. They can help answer any question that you have and help you pick the right resort for you. Yeah. So 407 and Beyond is a Disney and Universal Orlando travel agency that, that books and plans family vacations to destinations such as Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando, Disney Cruise Line, and so much more. It doesn't cost any extra to book with them. Their services are 100% free. Their vacation planners are going to do all of the hard work so that all you have to do is show up, have fun, create those family memories. You can start by getting a free no-obligation quote at www.407vacations.com. Go sign up. Go sign sign up. Go get a quote. Go get a go, quote. Go sign up for the newsletter. There yeah, it is. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> and I am sure over the course of this episode, they are going to come up again. Yes. We will be bringing them up again because, like we said, today we're talking about the best Walt Disney World resort for you. And obviously, if you're listening, we don't know what the best resort for you is, but we're going to give you different categories and the resorts we think will fit the best in those categories. Yeah. I think the best way to explain it is to just get started. Yeah. I mean, so okay. what we did was we picked five types of trips that you could go on. Some types of vacations. Types of vacations based on how many people and who's going to be there. And we came up with a list for each category of the best three resorts in each tier. So there's a value, a moderate, and a deluxe resort for each of these categories. And like you said, probably easiest to just get into it. So, so the first one we're going to do is a family trip with young kids. What Probably if- most of the people that are going to Disney, to be <laughs> honest, because it is a family park. But maybe you just don't know all of the resorts, all of your options. So the first one we're going to go through is the value resort for a family with kids. Yeah. So when we say young kids, we're not talking, obviously, teenagers. These are young mm-hmm. kids we're talking about. And for value resorts, and I do want to explain one other thing before we get started. We worked on this list together, although mm-hmm. there are some moments in this list where we could not agree. So some mm-hmm. of them, there may be two answers, but we're going to explain to you why for each, yeah. and then you can decide, based off hearing our explanation, which one works better for your family yeah, or your travel group. Mm-hmm. All right, so families with young kids, let's start with the value resorts. So we collectively decided that the best value resort for someone traveling with young kids is Art of Animation. Yes. We were very torn between Art of Animation and the All-Stars. The All-Stars are great. Mm-hmm. However, they are kind of in the middle of nowhere in a sense. Art of Animation has more options for transportation, and it's just as kid-friendly as the All-Stars are. So my thought process on it, on it was, if you're taking a kid to Disney and you want them to have that experience of larger-than-life Disney characters... If your kid is obsessed with cars and yeah. you want them to see a life-size tomator, <laughs> yes, art of animation. Yeah. Absolutely. The thing is, the All-Stars also have larger-than-life characters. Not really more movie-specific, but it's more character-specific. Yeah. So you're going to see a larger-than-life 
goofy playing baseball. Like yeah. you're going to see larger than life, three caballeros in the music section. Mm-hmm. It does have those things that are very similar to art of animation and it is cheaper, but art of animation where I think it gets the edge to where it's better for if you have young kids is it's on the Skyliner loop. Which is huge as far as transportation is concerned because you don't have to break a stroller down to go on the Skyliner. That's the big one. That is the one that sold it for me. Yeah. Because we're going to talk All-Stars later, but honestly, the buses, as though even though people don't like them, they are continually coming, especially Mm -hmm. in the morning. There are times when the buses for like Magic Kingdom will literally get backed up three buses deep are waiting to take people to Magic Kingdom. There's never really an issue, especially at the most crowded times of day. They are on it to make sure there's enough transportation for all of these people. Yeah. But not having to break down a stroller when you have young kids with you, that's huge. And that is definitely, that's a point towards art of animation. Definitely. That if we're talking, you're picking your resort for when you have young kids. Yeah. That's two parks that you don't have to break down your stroller to get your kids to. Yeah. You don't have to break it down for Epcot. You don't have to break it down for Hollywood Studios. You only have to take a bus to Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. That's half. Yeah, that's a huge deal, yeah. I feel like. So, yeah, I think Art of Animation does win out there. They both, like we said, have that larger than life. I always mm-hmm. use the term Disney threw up on you feeling. Yeah. Which is amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I think little kids getting to see them when they see these characters is amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Art of Animation gets the competitive edge there with the Skyliner. Yeah, the transportation is what sells it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I think they're pretty much on the same playing field. Because um, I always talk about one of my favorite parts about all-star sports is the baseball field swimming pool. Yeah. And, like, there's plenty of kids that would love that way more than they would love seeing the big characters. But, again, it comes down to the transportation yeah, as but to then, why it edges it out. But then you got the, the big blue pool at Art of Animation. Yeah. You have no, the Cozy Cone Motel pool. Like, there's yeah. plenty of plenty of options. Yeah. Very, very similar in that aspect, in that larger-than-life aspect, but. Yeah, for for a lot of the options on value resorts, it's going to come down to the minute differences mm-hmm. that made our our decisions on a lot of these. They're not as drastically different as the moderate or the deluxe resorts. Yeah. Are. All right, number two is the moderate resorts. Mm-hmm. We decided on Caribbean Beach. This is a fun one. For me, it was it came down mostly to room theming. Okay, um, because- that's interesting because. Port Orleans has the princess rooms. Yeah, but they have the pirates and the mermaids, correct? So they used to have the pirates room, but they got rid of them. That's depressing. So does that change your opinion? I don't think so. I still think it's a good one. Um, The pool area is cool. And just the resort theming in general is still very nice. Okay. Um, It's not... It it takes a little bit of points off because the rooms definitely did help, but... Mm-hmm. Um, are you're in agreement about Caribbean Beach, though, right? Or now, now that we have that, if your logic is based off the room themes, then no, I am going to say that the princess rooms at Port Orleans would have the competitive edge on that one. That's However, right. this kind of goes back to the Skyliner idea with B that two of the parks you don't need True. to break down a stroller, and then in addition to that, something that Caribbean Beach has that not every resort has, obviously. Caribbean Beach is actually the Skyliner hub, so okay. you don't have to get off it and get back on it. Mm-hmm. You just go to the hub, and then you decide if you're going to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty big deal. That is an advantage when you have kids, because I feel like with kids, it's let's figure out what is the least amount of work possible. Yeah. 
what is going to be the easiest for me? Let me put my kid in the stroller and be good. Yeah. And they do have, I don't know, because Port Orleans does have an awesome pool. Great pool. They all, every resort has children's activities. Yeah. Mm, that one, I, ooh, that's a really tough one. Close, yeah. I've always felt like Port Orleans had the best children's activities out of all the resorts. Okay. And that could be dependent on who the cast members are at that time of year. Like, mm. at that time when you're there, do they just yeah. happen to have the really good cast members? But. You changing? I don't know. They're very comparable in amenities and children's activities and things like that. The pool is very comparable as far as what is a better pool. They have, they both have play areas. They both have all of that. Okay. So how about this then? Our final answer will be if you're worried about transportation, Caribbean beach, Caribbean beach. If you're not worried about your kids going on a bus in any form of transportation, then we'll go with Port Orleans. Yes. Yeah. I like Caribbean beaches playground too. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to lock in Caribbean Beach okay. because my other thought is it's also walking distance to the Riviera, mm-hmm. which you can't get into their pool. They are one of the pools that has a magic band reader yeah. that you need, but they do have a lot of play areas out there. It is a deluxe resort, so then you do have the deluxe amenities if you want them, like different restaurants and things like that that are yeah. also at Caribbean Beach, but it's like two resorts in one. In walking distance. So I'm going to go with Caribbean Beach for that advantage. It's a close one, though. It, yeah, that's really <laughs> close for me. There's not many moderate resorts. Mm-hmm. But between, those are the best for kids out of all of them. But yeah, yeah I'm definitely, mm, you're not going to be upset with Port Orleans. Yeah. But convenience-wise, Caribbean Beach is probably going to be better for you. Yeah. And for the deluxe resort. Mm, this is where we had a little... We had a little bit of a disagreement on this one, so I guess go ahead and start with yours. Well, we decided this one was extremely situational based off your children. Yes. So, if you hear your child type here, that'll pick your resort. <laughs> your child type. Your child type. It makes sense. The average... I can't even say average. You can't. No. Okay, so... Can I just say both? Because it'll be easier. Go, yeah, go ahead. Say okay, both. so... What we decided was that Polynesian is one of the best resorts if you have children. It's a good one. It has the Moana theming. It has the Lilo and Stitch theming a little bit. Characters are randomly out and about. It's on the monorail loop, so it's easy access to Magic Kingdom as well mm-hmm. as Epcot. Same thing with the monorail. You don't have to break down your stroller. Those are big deals. You can see the fireworks from your room. There are, or depending on where your room is facing, but either way, you can see your fi- the fireworks from the resort. It has one of the best hotel pools. In Disney, not the best, but one of the best. There are so many advantages to staying at the Polynesian. It has a fifth sleeper bed as well, a pull-down bed for your kids. That's a huge deal, too. So if you have little kids, the Polynesian is a great option to be close to Magic Kingdom, which is probably the park that you're going to be spending most of your time in. Yes. They have a character breakfast at Ohana. Like There are so many perks for children at the Polynesian. Yes. But. There is one situation where Polynesian might not be the best. And that's if your kid is obsessed with animals. Specifically of the safari kind. (laughs) Animal Kingdom Lodge could be the better choice if your kid loves animals and you are going to be spending time at the resort. Yes. If it is just a place to rest your head, I would not spend the extra money on the Animal Kingdom Safari View room. Mm -hmm. It's in the middle of nowhere. It is completely off the beaten path. It's right next to Animal Kingdom, 
but that's, that's not it. That's close to everything else. That's not that close to everything else. You're gonna be taking a pretty long bus ride to get other places, especially like Disney Springs, complete other side mm-hmm. of the resort. So, if you, but if you were planning to spend a lot of time at Animal Kingdom or at your resort, and your kid is an animal kid, it might be the place to it go. It might be the place to go. Nine out of ten times, it's probably more worth it for the Polynesian though, because like you said, they have children's activities they have a great pool you can see the castle which is mm-hmm. a huge plus because uh, kids love seeing the castle you can just take monorail la- loops if you got a train kid yeah exactly kids who love just sitting on the monorail take them on the monorail as many times as you mm-hmm. want just do loops yeah the theming everything everything you said is it was the character breakfast yeah it's all it's all there the access to the grand floridian and the contemporary for other restaurants and play areas yeah. and character dining like but if your kid wants to pet a giraffe, maybe go <laughs> <laughs> to the Animal Kingdom Watch. Yeah, because Animal Kingdom Watch, it's so great. But it is. It's inconvenient to visit. Yeah. It's not an easy one to get to to visit. So, And if you're looking for a way to save money while still getting Animal Kingdom Watch, don't worry too much about getting the Safari View. It's very, very amazing. It's mm-hmm. great. And yes, it's worth the money. <laughs> I will say it's worth the money. However... There is viewing decks that you can go out on to take your kids. So if you don't have a Savannah view, you could still spend a good amount of time just sitting on the viewing deck, letting your kid mm-hmm. just watch the animals. There yeah. are multiple different places you can go that you can just look out and see the animals. Yeah. But yes. So for children, we decided the Polynesian is probably the best resort. But there is that stipulation of if you got a big animal kid. They might like. And what kingdom lodge a little bit better. Yeah, especially at that age. <laughs> especially at like the young age yeah. when like animals are your life. Yeah. Just something to consider. Alright, our next category that we have is an adults only trip. We have this separated as a girls' trip or a guys' trip. Yes. And that really only matters for the deluxe resort. The other two we decided were fine either way for a guys or a girls' trip, but when it got to the deluxe resort was where we decided that it was probably better to to split it up. So for value resort for an adult only trip. This was hard to pick. This was this was a tough one because like a lot of times if you're going on an adult only trip, you probably want to go at least deluxe. Um, at least. <laughs> or not deluxe. At least, like, <laughs> moderate. At least moderate. Sorry. You want to go at least the max. You want to at least spend as much money as possible. No. So we agreed that if we had to pick one, it was going to be Pop Century just because of location and that was really it. <laughs> at least for me. Yeah, no. <laughs> so we picked Pop Century because of the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. Again, just for transportation, because you could take the Skyliner and you could go to resorts that had better amenities. Yeah. It was the least in-your-face Disney. It's more themed to the different centuries. So that was an aspect that we kind of put into it. Not every adult likes that in-your-face Disney. So that was something that we considered. The Skyliner, though, I feel like it's... Cheaper than Art of Animation, but still on the Skyliner loop. You can take it and you can go to, you could take the Skyliner to the boardwalk at night. And you could go have some fun on the boardwalk. Go to the bars, go to the dining. So these are options where you're still saving money by staying in the value resort, but you have access to the things like the boardwalk. Yeah. Notably, we've done multiple trips, just us and other adults, at an all-star hotel. And we've been totally fine. Totally happy. Some people aren't like us. 
So, but sometimes at the end of the day, we do end up having to Uber. Yeah. If we end up at the boardwalk, you have to a park, and then we have to figure out how to get yeah. home. Okay, now we're taking an Uber. Yeah. So if we had to pick one for value, we're going to go Pop Century. It's only going to be about 45 to $50 more per night than the All-Stars, and you get the Skyliner mm-hmm. and the access to the other hotels on the Skyliner loop. Worth it. Can be. Can be worth it. Can be worth it. I guess not if you're afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the moderate resort, we decided to go with Coronado Springs. I don't like Coronado Springs. You've been very vocal. About I that. <laughs> Anyone who has listened to this podcast before knows I don't like it. But. But. <laughs> it's a convention resort, which means that literally businesses pay money to have conventions at Coronado Springs. Yeah. Which means. It has some amenities of a deluxe resort, such as a spa, a gym, more restaurants, more bars, just things that other moderate resorts don't have. Moderate resorts do tend to have at least one sit-down restaurant, but they're not going to have a spa. Mm -hmm. They're not going to – not even every deluxe resort has a spa. Yeah. They're not going to have a gym. The deluxe resorts do have gyms, but as far as moderate – they're the only they're the only moderate that has that. They have multiple pools, including multiple quiet pools. So – and because it's a convention resort, there's the least amount of children Yeah, at maybe any resort across Walt Disney property. And it's, again, like you say, not going to feel quite as much like Disney threw up on you. It's not even going to feel like you're at Disney. It's, <laughs> it's a Marriott with the three heroes on the wall. Yeah, but for some people that are going on an adult trip, and like if people are going on an adult trip and they're like, I just want to go to Epcot for a weekend. And do drinking around the world because that's just something I wanted to accomplish. This is probably a good one because you're not going to feel like Disney threw up on you. You're only going for the for the Epcot experience. Go for it. It'll feel like a normal hotel. <laughs> this is the resort that I recommend for if you convince somebody who does not like Disney mm-hmm. to do Disney. Yeah. Someone who has never been to Disney World, doesn't want to go to Disney World, but you somehow convince them, mm-hmm. doesn't like children. And you're trying to turn them into someone who likes Disney. Try to convince them that Disney can be more than just a theme park. Yeah. This is a really good resort for that. Because it's it's going to be a good break from the normal amount of families in chaos. Don't get me wrong. There are still kids everywhere. Yeah. There are still families. A lot of them, you'll see one of the parents will be wearing a lanyard because they're at whatever convention is going on. Yeah. And they brought their whole family to make it a vacation. Super common. Uh-huh. You're going to walk around that resort and everyone's just going to have lanyards on the whole time. But it's not going to be as much. Yeah. So that is our our recommendation for moderate. Less kids and a lot to do for adults. They have different classes. You have the mosaic classes. Mm -hmm. They have different like wine tastings and stuff like that that they do in the bars. They have a sports bar. If you're there on and your group likes sports, we got to yeah. sit at the bar and watch rugby. It was great. Yeah. So they have more options than the average moderate. Highly recommend if that's what you're looking for. All right. Deluxe Resort. This is where we get a little sexist. Guys trip. <laughs> it's okay, though. Yeah. This is your, your cliche. Yeah, your cliches. It's not – you don't have to do this. You can do, pick the other one, too. Pick whatever you want. Guys trip, we decided Saratoga Springs is the best mm-hmm. for a few reasons. One, you're very close to Disney Springs, which has bars and other things you can do at night. There's the nightlife aspect of it. Two, you're right on a golf course, which a lot of guys' trips usually involve golf. And 
I don't I don't really know what else you need, to be honest. There's multiple <laughs> pools there, two of which have slides. Yeah. And there's a quiet pool, right? Oh yeah, quiet pools too. There's bars, there is a bar and lounge that is very much an <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like an old man aesthetic. <laughs> like it just has that like it just gives me like I'm at a golf course masculine feel. That's the best way that I can yeah. think to to explain it. I've gone there on girls' trips, and it is a great time. Hmm. There's so much to do at Saratoga yeah. Springs, but it's the fact we were back and forth between Saratoga Springs and Old Key West for the golf course mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of men's trips end up having golf. Yeah. The course itself starts at Saratoga. Yeah. So we picked that one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, my turn. Let's hear it. It's ladies' night. <laughs> so I went with the Grand Floridian. Fair. We're going bougie. Bougie. We're bougie. We're spending all the money. All the money. So the thing that sold me towards the Grand Floridian, besides all of the restaurants, all of the bars, besides the fact that you're on the monorail loop and can hit up the other hotels in the area's restaurant and bars, or go to Magic Kingdom or Epcot real easy because you're on the monorail loop, mm-hmm. Grand Floridian has a spa. A spa. And I feel like a girl's trip needs a good spa. So your guy's trip needs a good round of golf. That's Girl's what I'm saying. Spa. <laughs> I, yes, I, I would actually prefer both, which, oh, I agree. fun fact. There's I also agree. courses right across the street at Shades of Green. Oh, yeah. So you really could just, we could just say Grand Floridian for all of these. But <laughs> Grand Floridian, ugh, Grand Floridian. You got this. I believe in you. Grand Floridian does have that kind of feminine feel to it. I can admit it. Mm-hmm. Here's my stipulation, though. I'm going to say this because I just feel like I have to say it. We didn't include Swan and Dolphin in these. Honestly, I thought about it on some of them. Like, Should we do that? If it was a girl's trip, I might pick there. <laughs> because you have the spa from Swan and Dolphin. Yeah. You have the nightlife at the boardwalk. Yeah, it's a good one. You have, you're not far, you're literally walking distance from Epcot or Hollywood Studios, or you can walk over to the Skyliner Hub yeah. and take the Skyliner. So, like, I. We didn't include Swan and Dolphin because they're technically Marriott, not Disney, but, like, you get the perks of a deluxe resort while staying there and the prices mm-hmm. of a moderate. That's probably where I'm going to recommend for a girl's trip. But if we're sticking on, on Disney property, yeah. when else are you going to stay at the Grand Floridian? I wouldn't, yeah. yeah so. Swan and Dolphin is a good one, though. I did I did think about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't really know if I want to include that. <laughs> By mini golf. There's just so much to do. Yeah. But, yeah, the walking distance of the boardwalk with Swan and Dolphin is what makes me be like, and it still has the spa. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and restaurants and bars. and Yeah, Beach Club is right there. Yeah, you got so many options and stuff to do. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Okay. I'm changing my answer. But yeah, if you're trying to stay on Disney property, the Grand Floridian can be yeah. a great one for a girl's trip. There's so much to do. If you did want to golf, you're right across from Shades of Green. You have a whole monorail loop to work with. You got a lot to work with. Yeah. Best bang for your buck. So this one we kind of went based off of what you're getting for the amount of money that you're paying. So it might not be the best resort in that category or in yeah in the value moderate or deluxe category but for how much you're paying it might be the most worth it so for example we're starting off with our value resorts we said the all-stars are the best bang for your buck we're not saying they're the best resorts because we've already talked about pop we've already talked about art of animation which could also be good options but 
The All Stars are what was it a hundred dollars less than Pop? No, they were about fifty dollars less. So $50 I less? picked a random week in July, so all of these relative price points that we're giving out mm. are coming from a random week in July. That's why we haven't said like the actual price itself, yeah. but we can give you the okay fifty dollar price difference, hundred dollar price difference. So fifty dollars price difference for like we said before, really not that much difference besides the um, Skyliner. So if the Skyliner is really that big of a deal to you, you can use you can you can say that fifty dollars is worth it. A night, fifty dollars a night, fifty dollars a night is worth it. If it's not that big of a deal to you, though, it is a hundred percent more worth it to stay at the All Stars, spend a little bit less money. You're still going to be getting just as much, pretty much, as you're getting out of Pop Century, except for you're not going to have the Skyliner. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It still has the the pools, the quiet pools. Yeah. It has whatever you need. It has children's activities. Like and the I food. has the food, the food court for options of food, mm-hmm. has the bars. And again, the big thing with the people hate about the All-Stars is they're all the way over by Animal Kingdom. Yes, that part does stink. And the only transportation option is the bus. Mm-hmm. But the buses just keep coming, especially at yeah. the busy times. In the middle of the day, if you're trying to go to the park at 2 o'clock, yeah, you might be waiting. The most you're going to wait, though, is 15 to 20 minutes because they tell you that one comes every 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. But like I said, in the morning and in, at night, one's coming every 5 to 10 minutes at most, at yeah. least from our experience. Obviously, we do not work for Disney. We can't tell you, oh, no, yeah, they're definitely going to be there. All of this is at your own risk. Your results may vary. Yeah. But from our experience, the buses do just keep coming, and they can load a lot of people onto those buses. Yeah, which is extremely nice. It does stink in the middle of the day is when they start to send like one bus to all three resorts to all three all stars, but still they're gonna keep coming. Yeah, that's just their way of saving labor, so that way they can have more people there in the morning and the night. Mm-hmm. The bang for your buck, I'd say so. Yeah, I agree. All right, number two. Moderate. We said Caribbean Beach, apparently. <laughs> apparently. We must really like this resort. <laughs> no. So, as far as moderate resorts go, I think our reasoning on this one was, once again, you're by the Skyliner. So, you have access to two parks just based on the Skyliner. And you're at the Skyliner hub. Yeah. You don't have to get on and get off. Yeah, exactly. They have good food. They have good water. They have good um, pools. They have everything you want, really. And it's one of the cheaper moderate resorts yeah it's only by about it's about five dollars cheaper than what port orleans would be per night yeah and if you want the port orleans theming that's fine you can go you can go do that one too mm-hmm. but personally i think caribbean beach is still better by theming and everything yes i agree however mm-hmm. i am sitting here thinking if we're saying bang for your buck grand destino towers it which is a part of coronado springs Okay, I don't know too much about that one, so can you explain? Yes, so Coronado Springs, as we said, is a moderate resort with deluxe amenities, so Mm -hmm. I feel like as far as bang for your buck goes, I don't know if we can talk our way into convincing all of these people that Caribbean Beach is better, because it literally has the deluxe amenities. Uh It has has more restaurants, more bars, it's a bigger resort, it has the spa, it has the fitness center, like it has those things that Cor- that Caribbean Beach doesn't have. It doesn't have a Skyliner, but it has the busing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if we can explain it. So 
if we can talk our way out of it, Coronado, I think, is more better bang for your buck. And then the other thing that Coronado has that we are going to get into in the next category, but Coronado has Grandestino Tower, which was mm-hmm. built as a part of Coronado Springs and is basically a deluxe resort. It is built like a deluxe resort on Coronado Springs property. So Coronado Springs is what we're changing to? Even though you hate that one? Even though I hate that one. <gasps> But Grand Casino Tower costs about $100 more at night. So is that really a better bang for your buck? Depends how much you're going to use the amenities. I know. (laughs) Oh, that's so hard. Okay, Caribbean Beach because you could walk right over to Riviera. Yes. However, you probably can't get into the gym unless you're staying there. I I haven't said I tried, so I can't say. (laughs) Hmm. I hate this. <laughs> Let us know. You decide for me yeah. because I'm going to. She's going to have her brain explode. It's going to explode going back and forth in my brain on what. I don't, I don't see a reason. We can't just say both. <sighs> we're supposed to be deciding right now. Yeah. Talking. Okay. But think about how many resorts there are and we're at least narrowing it down to two. And then people can decide from there. If we're going by moderates. There's only like five. All right, well, we got that's we still five three to lists that they have to choose from. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever you say. What is the deluxe just... <laughs> resort that we said is the biggest bang for so, your buck? We've actually had this conversation on the podcast before as far as deluxe resorts go. Yeah, and we're, once again, uh, tied up in a pickle. Uh, we can't decide between Old Key West or Saratoga Springs. I stand by that. What? That I can't decide between those I know, two. I know, they're both great resorts and they're very similar. Yes. <laughs> They're both right near Disney Springs. Yeah, they have so many <laughs> amenities with them being Disney Vacation Club resorts like, yeah. that you could get so much out of them. They have restaurants. They have bars. They have dining. Motor scooter renting. You can rent things. You can walk to Disney Springs or take a boat to Disney Springs. The rooms are very nice. I wanted to argue that it's actually the boardwalk. But the boardwalk was about $100 more per night. Yeah, a little but, bit too expensive. For... But the boardwalk sleeps five. Saratoga Springs and Old Key West do not sleep five in a standard studio. Boardwalk does. Okay, there's a caveat. There's a caveat, and boardwalk has that entire boardwalk of things to do. But those things to do cost extra. Yeah. If we're talking about just what is included. Yeah, I think we're talking just what's included. Then Old Key West and Saratoga would probably have the most. Yeah, I agree. And Boardwalk is very close behind. It's just a little too expensive for what's included. Well, you get that extra sleeper and you get the Skyliner. Yeah. And boats. They Old have Key a West boat. and Saratoga have boats. They have boats to Disney Springs. Old Key West has boats to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Uh... Boardwalk has boats. Yeah, I, I, I think I said Old Key West. Yeah, you did. Boardwalk I, I has boats about, to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, most stuff to do that is included in your price. The winner's got to be Old Key West and Saratoga Springs. I agree. With it being a Disney Vacation Club resort, they do offer an insane amount of stuff to do. Yes, I That agree. is included. The children's activities is next level with yeah. them having recreation rooms and things built into it. The yeah. rooms are huge. You get a bang for your buck when you consider the room size. Old Key West yeah. rooms are ginormous. Massive. <sighs> okay. It almost came up. Boardwalk almost came up out of nowhere. It, it did. It almost, it almost took it, but I don't think it is. No, I don't think so either. 
It's close. Well, it's QS so and close. Saratoga, I think, are the two, though. And they're just too similar to differentiate, I think. <laughs> I think OQS is better theming. But if we're again, if we're just talking about the basic bang for your buck, it's yeah, I, they both offer so much. If Saratoga Springs ever reopens their the spa, spa, then it's then it's Saratoga. Then it wins. Even though that is a paid addition, that yeah. is something extra, but it is something extra that's offered immediately on the property yes. where you are staying, I think it can beat out OQS. I agree. Do I see that spa ever reopening? No, if it hasn't yet, it's probably not. Mm-hmm. I agree, though. If that spot was reopened, then that would have the edge, even though it's mm-hmm. an extra thing. But for right now, I think they're tied. I think you could go with. I think you could go with Old Key West or Saratoga Springs, and you're gonna be you're gonna feel the same way at both of them. You get a big bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Wilderness Lodge also gives you a lot. Just throw that one in the ring. Yeah, with the buses and the boats and all that fun stuff. Wilderness Lodge. Pretty good. All right, let's just move on to the next category. Before we stop narrowing things down. All right, so you're not always traveling with a small group of people, which we did on our last trip, actually. We had, what, 16? Small group of people? There no, was we, about six. No, we did the opposite of traveling with a small group of people. We were just talking about this the other day. I cannot tell you how many people are in my immediate family. I think it's like 16 now. I thought it was 15. That's a lot. See, but the fact that, like, like we set the table at Sunday dinner, and we're like, how many people do we have? And it's the same every week. Are you counting it? 13? Well, and then Sarah brought a friend. So there was 14 yeah. of us, including kids. Okay. 14. <laughs> 13. I don't know how many people are in my immediate family. Um, so there was, I think there was 14 of us. Point is, sometimes you have a large children. group. Sometimes you have <laughs> big groups of people. Sometimes you have five people. Were you actually considered... When we were deciding what was considered a large party, we went with what would not fit in a standard hotel room. Yes. So five people. So this is for groups of five or more, five to 30. However many you have, we're going to tell you the best place to go. Yeah. So for the value resorts, all-star music actually ends up being the best option. Sort of. Sort of. So they have suites now at the all-stars and all-star music starts at 412 in this random week, $412. Four suite. The suite's going to sleep six people uh-huh. and have a full kitchenette and two bathrooms. And when you're not sleeping in it, there is a living area. That's where two of the people can sleep. Mm-hmm. So there's a room with two beds and then the living area adds another bed. Yes. So six people. Easy. So you could have this option or you could just get two rooms because a room is 184 a night. So if you were doing, if you're doing the math there and you need say two rooms, it's still cheaper for you to get two rooms than it is to get a suite. But if you have more people than can even fit in two rooms, then a suite is probably your way to go. No, because two rooms could fit eight people. The, the main reason I think people would switch to a suite over two rooms is, one, the kitchenette. Yeah. That's a big thing to work with. Or if you can't separate. Oh, or, okay. or don't want to separate. Yeah. If you don't want to put a parent in each room or your kids aren't old enough you got to be like 18 to be in a room by yourself. If you yeah. don't have an 18-year-old to go in that room, you're not just going to throw your five-year-old in there, you know? True. So that is where upgrading to the suite might be the better option for you. And then again, the kitchenette, that's a pretty big deal for people to be able to make their own breakfast if they want. Yeah. 
Makes the trip cheaper, too. Mm-hmm. So this is an all-star music. There are also suites at Art of Animation, but on this random week that we picked in July to be doing this math for, they actually started at $561. So Which for those keeping track is almost $150 more a night. Yes. So <laughs> that's that's almost a whole nother room at All-Star Music. Yeah. <laughs> if you just did two like if you just did basic rooms. Yeah. For again, sleep six people. Mm-hmm. So those are some options you have. You could get a suite that sleeps six. You can get multiple rooms. Best, the cheapest spot to get multiple rooms for large parties, as, as far as a value resort goes, is going to be at the All Stars, All Star mm-hmm. Music, All Star Sports, and All Star Movies. They all were the same price for this random week that we chose, but All Star Music is going to have that suite if you want a suite. Yeah. All right. I'm excited to discuss the moderate resort that we picked. I love this one. Because Rick went with a large group and they did this. I've gone with a smaller large group and have done this. So the moderate resort that we picked is actually the cabins at Fort Wilderness. I think there's nothing better. I I, I might agree with you on this one. <laughs> so the cabins at Fort Wilderness sleep six people, mm-hmm. have a full kitchen, yeah. have a parking area if you bring your car. Rick has gone... On a golf trip where they stayed at the cabins at Fort Wilderness, and there, there was, was 22, 22 or 24, 24 They maybe. needed three cabins, or four cabins total. Yeah, we, it was 24, I believe. And because they were all booked together, and um, they reached out and made sure that this was going to happen, mm-hmm. Disney will, will help you to the best of their ability to yes. make this happen. They had cabins all lined up in a row. We were all in a little square, so we were all... Right next to each other, two cabins next to each other on one side of the road, two cabins next to each other on the other side of the road, and we could just go back and forth, walking like thirty seconds, and it was awesome. These were a bunch of grown adults who got their own mm-hmm. kitchen, who had their own space yeah. to live and spread out. They could grill out there. There is this is one of the best options for groups and for parties over four people because easily fit, no problem. Yeah, again. Like we said with the the last um, in the values, if you don't want to split people up, you're going to have to pick something else because they do only sleep six people. But if you're going with a group of five or six people and you're like, I don't want to go to a regular hotel while I'm there. I want to do something different. The cabins are great. Mm-hmm. The, there's plenty of room for everybody. The bathroom is huge. The, the kitchen is pretty big and there's a full-size refrigerator. So you can get food. Like delivered with Amazon Fresh or whatever, and have save it all. Some and, money. Yeah, save some money making your own food and everything. Like we, we didn't. I think we bought on the golf weekend that I was there. I think we bought like two meals outside of like went out to dinner twice, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, because we did uh, hoopty do, and we did the um, what's the restaurant? Didn't you do Polite like? Pig. Didn't you go out at Disney Springs? I don't remember. Okay. Um, and we did the um, Trails End. Trails End. Okay. But yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. I If I go with a large group again, that's probably where I'm staying because I had a great time being able to be around everybody. Like there's a, a big living area in the middle too. So like at night, if you're not at a park or something like that, you can go into other people's cabins, play games, do whatever. So I think it's awesome. I think it's the best option. Yeah. And the ability to just spread out because let's be honest, sometimes when you go in big groups, it, it can get rowdy. It can yeah. get loud. People have been there. I know I've been there when, oh, what are they called? It's the cheerleaders and the the football players. Pop Warner. Oh. 
So, and those kids get loud, which yeah. is fair. They're on vacation with a bunch of kids their age yeah. having the time of their life. They're going to be loud. Yeah. They usually put those those kids in All-Stars or Pop Century in the value resorts where they can just get a bunch of rooms and they'll put them all together, yeah. which is always an option. It's an option at the moderate and deluxe resorts, too. If you have a large group, you can just get multiple rooms and mm-hmm. call and try and make sure that they are near each other. Yeah. But... I think that the ability to spread out at these campsites is mm-hmm. so great to be able to sit out on your deck yeah. at your picnic table, play games, do whatever you want, and you have space. So this is one of my favorite recommendations for large parties to look into this. Look into the campsites, too. If you got people who yeah. camp, go camping. Yeah. This is one of my favorite resorts overall since I stayed there over the summer. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I had such a good time all the way there. It's underrated. It's very underrated. It is a very underrated resort. Again, kind of far away mm-hmm. from... A lot of things. The world. But if you're looking for that kind of far from a lot of the (laughs) stuff, this is the perfect resort. Yeah. The part, the only part that kind of stinks about this resort is the transportation. Yeah. You do have to put extra time into your travel time. Yes. And that's. You have to get from the campgrounds, your cabin, whatever, to the very front it's so like the main bus hub there's an yeah. internal bus loop that takes you to the bus hub and then you yeah. get off you get on the right bus so that's the only thing that's kind of a pain about it mm-hmm. but as far as the hotel itself goes hotel <laughs> accommodations <laughs> yeah okay deluxe resort deluxe deluxe all right you guys ready for this one <sighs> old key west again Again, we are back here because Old Key West has the biggest rooms. And if you have the financial ability to get the three-bedroom, the two-bedroom, those bigger bedroom rooms. The villas. The villas, the Old Key, then Old Key West is going to give you the most space. A good way to do this if you want to save money is look into renting Disney Vacation Club points. Mm-hmm. You could do that. There are different websites that can do that for you. It's a good way to save money while having these larger parties. Other options for deluxe resorts, if you just want a standard room, a lot of the rooms do offer what they call a day bed or the fifth sleeper bed, which Mm -hmm. is either a pull down or a couch that pulls out. Hotels that offer that are the Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Boardwalk Contemporary, Beach Club, Yacht Club, Riviera, basically everywhere except Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge. Mm Mm-hmm. Has that option. It'll say it right on the page when you're looking at it, when you're looking at booking how many adults it can sleep. Yeah. There are always those options if you have a group of five. If you have more than five, you might need to look into the two bedrooms. Sometimes one bedroom sleep more than five. They tend to be five to six max. Usually five, though. Yeah, you might need to look in the two-bedroom or three-bedroom or getting multiple studios and look for the studios that have that fifth sleeper you'll be able to get more people into one room and you'll be good to go but old key west has the biggest room so if you're looking for what is going to have the most space for you old key west is probably the best option for your large party to spread out yeah if you have a very large group like our last trip kind of locked that one in for me Mm -hmm. because we had the three-bedroom villa with what was it 14 people and it was including cribs, so I think we had like twelve that Disney considers people, and then two, <laughs> and then two cribs. Yeah, but yeah. there was also five kids, and not once did I feel crowded. Where's the fifth kid from? Four, four kids. Where are you pulling that fifth kid out of? You didn't see it. No, <laughs> you didn't see that kid there. Four kids. Not once did I feel crowded. Not once did I feel 
like I couldn't get away from anything that I needed to get away from, aka a screaming child. <laughs> the the villas are huge and do a great job at holding a lot of people. Yes, absolutely. And that's in any of the resorts that have the villas. There are those larger options. Yeah. So definitely look into that if you want to take a big group because, I mean, we know there's big families out there that like to go on trips together. So the options are there. You just have to look. And again, if you don't know and you need more information, 407 and beyond. Yep. Their vacation planners know everything that they everything. Need, everything that you need to know, they already know. And you can just tell them and they'll figure it out for you. Yep. They know it all. Mm-hmm. They're good. <laughs> and again, we use the vacation club points. We've rented them when yep. we've gone, when we've needed more space. And you can get some really big rooms with the the discount. You can get some really big rooms for a decent price if you look on those websites as well. And then yep. the your vacation planner can still help you with the tickets and all that if you have no idea what you're doing. And then you just handle the room and you're good. Yep. Works out super well. Mm-hmm. All right, our last section, and then we're going to call it. And if we did not say a category that you fall into, yeah, let us know. Send us a message on Instagram, email us, whatever you want to do to let us know. But here is our last section. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about where to stay if you are going on a couple's retreat. It's just you and your significant other, where you're going to go. Let's start with the value resort. <laughs> we wrote none. If you're trying to enjoy the resort, that you want the amenities of the resort, you want a nice, relaxing couple's vacation, most of the, the value resorts are not going to be the place to go. Yeah. If we're being brutally honest, it's just not it. It's like, not really going to be romantic. It's there's not... families everywhere. Yeah. They're, they're fine. They're great. I love value resorts. I love staying at them. I'm not looking for a nice, romantic yeah. couple's retreat when we go to Disney. Yeah. Love ya. See ya at the park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we we did not pick one for this. If I'm gonna recommend one, I'm gonna say just something on the Skyliner because yeah. then you at least can get to other more romantic resorts, mm-hmm. or you can go to the parks and you can have a great yeah. time there. But as far as the value resorts go, there's not really. Nothing great. Nothing romantic. There's things that are good. There's th- not things that are great. Yeah. <laughs> they all have pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Go based off everything else that we've talked about to decide which yeah. one's the best one for you. Because we have named every value resort at some point. <laughs> but for a couple's one, maybe pick one on the Skyliner. Maybe just go with whatever is cheapest and go enjoy the other things that Disney has to offer. Yeah. Because the less money you put into the room, the more money you can put into things like a couple's massage or a boat ride or yeah. a fireworks cruise. So if that's your logic, all stars. Yep. Okay. Moderate. Moderate, we went with Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter. You could do either of them. Um, I think they both have a very romantic feel to them. Yes, I agree. Very I think, classic, classical feel. I think the, the out of... All of the hotels on property, they're definitely top five as far as romantic feel goes. Yes. Especially when you consider the moderates. I do think that they're a great one for that. Um, One thing that Port Orleans offers that not every Disney resort offers, and this is a real selling point for me, I think Mm -hmm. if I was talking to someone who was going on a couple's trip, they offer a king bed option. So is awesome. if it's just mm-hmm. you and your significant other, why do you need two giant beds? I mean, I, no, don't get me wrong. I know some people like to sleep in their own bed on yeah. vacation. Which, 
You could also do that. You could also do that. But there is a king bed option. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a moderate resort with that option that has a more romantic feel, it also is only a boat ride away from Disney Springs where there are things to do. There are restaurants to go to. There are bars to check out. Date night is the best date night you're ever going to have is at Disney Springs. (laughs) That might not be true, but you get the idea. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a very – you have options for a date night. You can go wander around and just have a nice night, the two of you, and then go back and you got a king-size bed to fall into. So. So that is that option. The other one that we did say that I'm just going to throw out there, going back to the Grand Destino Tower, it is a deluxe resort at a moderate price tag because it's on the moderate resort property. It's part of Coronado. They have the bars. They have the restaurants. They have things to do like the mosaic and the the different tequila and wine Mm -hmm. tastings. Yeah. They have... um, Spa, gym. And the spa, the gym, everything we've already talked about with Coronado, that one's really good. And again, I'm going to go back to the fact that if you have an adult, if your significant other doesn't like Disney and you were trying to convince them, you were trying to get them to love Disney as much as you do, Coronado could be the place to go. Although yeah. I do think Port Orleans just has a much more romantic feel to it. Yeah, I agree. But but Grand Destino Tower is beautiful. Not a bad option. Yes. Beautiful. Worth checking out as if you were looking for somewhere to go as a couple. I would mm-hmm. stay in the tower. I would not go to Coronado as the main the main building. I would try and get the tower yeah. as where you're sleeping because it's just a more romantic vacation in my eyes. Yeah. And has all of those options. But I would personally pick Port Orleans. Mm-hmm. All right. And the deluxe resort. Last but not least. Last but not least. What do we end up picking? A split decision based on vibe. Oh, based on vibe. What's your vibe, people? Yeah, so we've been talking for this category specifically about the romanticism of a couple's trip. and Romanticism. That, I just kind of made that up. I like I mean, it. I don't know if it's an All words word are made up. So if you're looking for that super romantic kind of feel, Grand Floridian is going to be the way to go. It, you're gonna you're gonna feel it in your wallet for sure, but <laughs> it's a very nice hotel, very nice. They have a lot of good amenities to go along with it. Again, it's a little expensive though. Yes, they have the spa though. You can go do a couple's massage if you want. You can mm-hmm. just enjoy the spa. They got the boats you can take out. You can sit on the beach and watch the fireworks. You can go to the other resorts. You can go on a nice hot date to the California Grill. Just head right on over to the Contemporary via monorail. There are a lot of options that you get by staying somewhere like the Grand Floridian. And it kind of falls in the same idea as Coronado. There is is children there. But I always feel like there's less kids at the Grand Floridian than there are at other resorts. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, so, could also be a selling point for a couple's trip. That's what I mean. Like, it definitely can be a perk yeah. for some people. So, that is definitely something to consider when you're looking at where you're going to stay. Yeah. So, Grand Floridian, if you're looking for, like, and not in a bad way. Romanticism. Yeah, not in a bad way, like a lazy romantic kind of, where, like, you want to just go hang out by the pool, you want to do the spa, all that kind of stuff. If you think of romantic as hanging out and doing fun activities, going to bars, going, like, doing all these things. We're going to recommend the one that we talk about all the time. Boardwalk. Boardwalk. <laughs> There's so much to do. It is still, it still can be romantic. I mean, going on the boardwalk, getting drinks, getting food, 
looking at watching all the live entertainment, everything like that. Like that's still romantic, you know? Yeah. To some degree. So No, there's nice restaurants. Flying fish is like a you uh look nice going in there and it's gonna be expensive and that to me says romantic. The Italian restaurant, I forget what it's called, that's on the Trattoria Al Forno. That one's pretty nice as well. So it all depends on what your vibe's looking like. You're not gonna be going to the boardwalk and doing a spa day but well no but you can walk right on over to spawn and dolphin and go to their spa which is why again this kind of sold it for me as far as a couple's weekend a couple's week couple's vacation sorry as far as a couple's vacation this is a good option because they're the spas right there if that's something that you're interested in you have the boardwalk for nightlife you have the pool, you have everything that you could want right in this one resort. You're yeah. walking distance to Yacht and Beach Club, which has some very nice restaurants. They have a whole steakhouse there mm-hmm. that you can check out. Swan and Dolphin also has some very nice restaurants. And what couple's trip isn't complete without the kitchen sink? You get me. <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, is at Yacht and Beach Club, not at Boardwalk. It's at but Beach again, Club. walking distance. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You go to Jelly Rolls, you go to Atlantic Dance Hall. There's so much to do while you're there that it can be a great spot for couples. Mm -hmm. You're looking for more of that, like, fun couple time. Yes. The vibe I'm looking for. That's the vibe that we like. That's why why we split these up, because, like, we don't take many trips that are relaxing. Or romantic. (laughs) Doing my best. Trying to be rom- <laughs> trying to be more romantic. I think you're doing a great job. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's it, though. Those are all the categories that we picked for today. Mm-hmm. If you have more categories you want to hear, or if we didn't touch on something that you would like to know more about, or a resort that you want to know more about, let us know. You can send us a message via social media at Spill the D Podcast. You can send us emails Spill the D Pod at Gmail dot com, mm-hmm. and that's all we got. Yeah. If you guys like what you heard, we love when you leave us some stars. We love those five-star reviews. Those are our favorite on mm-hmm. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Like we said, keep up with the socials this coming week. Gina will be running the Dopey Challenge. And I'm excited because I'm actually potentially going to be in the park by myself for the first time during this trip for a little bit. If me and Ellie decide to sleep if in. If you and Ellie decide to sleep <laughs> in. The day after the marathon. So... If that happens, keep an eye out because I will post stuff on on the social media of me. There's going to be stories. There's going to be posts. All that fun stuff. But until next time, we will. Yeah, the castle. <laughs>